0: welcome back to another episode of YouTube with the boys today we're gonna to be talking about code Miko I want to see a, a butthole being rammed because it doesn't feel that great uh, wait what uh, did you I say know, the buttholes being rammed doesn't feel that great I mean I'm sure yours would I'm sure yours would feel great I'm sure you're anyway no I oh my god what no what are you wait what No, I didn't say anything what are you trying to say i didn't say anything are you trying to peg me Miko? no maybe not. so code miko is uh this vtuber interviewer extraordinaire she's unlike anything i have ever seen and i love her content so much so generally speaking when i watch uh content on youtube or twitch i am not particularly drawn to the vtuber crowd Uh, i mean i have nothing against it it's not i'm like Not like I'm like, VTubers shouldn't exist. Yeah, sure, they should exist. It's just not my preferred content. I feel almost detached. I like to see the person's face or no face at all. I I don't know. It just I feel a disconnect usually when there's uh, this kind of model in the bottom right hand corner of the screen. But that's just how I feel. So if you love VTube content, I have nothing against you. You want to do it, nothing against you. But it's not my preferred way, so I'm not going to watch it. But... Code Miko, I feel like is some is this entirely different entity. She is something I've never seen before, and I am just entranced with her content. So if you if you haven't seen her model, she has like usually uh, kind of like pink hair and like two buns. It's like a like a space bun. I, I don't know hairstyles as well, but I think like that's what you would call it. Guys, don't ask me how I knew, but that's actually what it's called uh kind of an anime-ish face i would say but like a, a really like like a 3d model and then this blue kind of like crop top that is like striped with a white stripe in the middle and her setup is just amazing so what she does is she has this kind of like whole setup uh that is 3d modeled out so she has this desk uh herself and she's being tracked in this uh as this character uh she has a screen with the person she's usually interviewing i've I've only really seen her do interviews and she has like this whole kind of like house 3d model behind her and it is insane content because the work that must have gone into it that the character is super detailed uh they have different outfits and uh different items they can interact with Uh, She can switch between views. So she has like almost different camera angles that the model can interact in and deal with. When she like, she can get up out of her chair. So basically the the model, what you're looking at when you're looking at her stream is it's like the VTuber model sitting a chair, but she can almost seamlessly, not almost, she can seamlessly switch from the VTuber model getting in a chair and then almost controlling it uh, like a character in The Sims where she can walk around this, house that she made for the VTuber where everything's modeled out and she could do all that and do all this and it's incredibly impressive uh and another thing that uh goes along with the VTuber and let me tell you it's all like really well done like it's it's incredible it feels like you're just watching into a video game world it's incredible it is unlike anything I have ever seen I just think it is overall fantastic uh so continue on this like uh track what she does is some features is she can switch her outfits like i said bring in items uh but chat it's also a, a fantastic way for chat to interact with her because uh chat is able to you know do bits to maybe change the size of her model's head or other parts of her body if you if you know what i mean uh-huh uh, when they the, what happens is like keywords in the chat that are being used a lot flash up on her sh- shirt, you can pay bits to get uh, letters on her forehead that are just automatically there. Uh, you know, she has different things where if you gift subs, it appears as like boxes raining down from the sky, gift boxes raining down from the sky in the. In the world, I don't know what you would call it, uh, in different things for that and this. So she's able to make this whole system interactive and fun. You basically have this insight into this virtual world, but uh, she's still able to do these interviews because basically she has this computer screen within the virtual world with uh, that person on it uh, that she's interviewing. I think she does it through Discord, it seems like, and uh, it's just super cool. I find it really cool to watch and I think it's it's done incredibly well uh to an extent where I don't know she's the only VTuber I have watched well no I've tried others but she's like the only one I've stayed watching with and I've enjoyed it till the end I think all of her content is incredibly well made and crafted and the interaction with chat is like something I, I have never seen before she she's brought a new level to twitch because yeah you do have those channels that are like okay you know donate five bucks and i'll freestyle your name into a song but to kind of be able to create it in a way where she doesn't have to press a button it's like code that if you pay uh you'll change your costume you'll make her head bigger like that's not something she has to actively do so she can entertain while also keeping the chat supervised almost in a way. At the same time, it's it's really impressive. It's honestly sick. It's one of the coolest setups I have ever seen on Twitch, and I just want to see her thrive. And now I'm getting into her actual content. Now that we've laid this character that I have before you in this cropped That sweatshirt with like the pink salmon almost color hair, space buns, uh, she interviews some fantastic... Streamers. She's interviewed people like uh Jack Septichai, uh Pokimane, Scar, Moist Critical, Psychuno, Ludwig, Qt Cinderella, uh Loser Melina. There's so many different people she's interviewed. It just goes on and on. And she interviews them in a very character way. So basically, she's like straightforward, it's very vulgar. There's a lot of like dick jokes and stupid stuff like that. It- it's it's kinda dumb. I am squishy and real. Prove it. Okay. Come inside me. Come inside me off here. Are we gonna go no, I'm the... no, I'm good. No good. I'm good. What? I'm i go- I'm good. We're gonna take a ride. Haven't No you no, no it's magic... fine! It's fine. Haven't you seen Magic School hat school bus? but uh it's really fun because usually you have like when you have a youtuber interview a lot of the times you get either a serious type thing which is boring to watch i mean obviously maybe listening to maybe different or like a coordinated video may be different but if you stream it you're it gets uh, almost like uh, a bit uncomfortable in a way so when well, g is able to do it uh through her her stream and like uh do this in this fun character type way where she's uh, taking everything up to the extreme, asking flat out funny questions that are just the worst questions that you could ever ask in an interview. Calling people short when they say their height, making fun of people here or there, not being afraid to go that extra step and step on the interviewee's toes. It's amiable, and it makes for funny content. But but, but, but wait, wait, they say height counts. How tall are you, Mr. Jack the Dicey? Not tall enough for it to matter. Oh, come on. They say length matters way more than the size of the head. I'm not tall. Actually, I really don't know this. How tall are you? I have nine. Aww. Don't say aww oh, to no, that! No! 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 No, I mean that in a good way! What does that mean? No! It means No! 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 It means... How tall are you? Oh! 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 It, it means that it's... You're... A uh, uh, height that's very, very... Cute! Worse. No! It's aw, It's nice! It's a door! Dogs have cute heights! Oh! It is entertaining. She she goes above and beyond and sometimes risks maybe uh her reputation in a way and uh I don't know how people think of her, her not not her respect, but like she's not afraid to assert herself in this character. Like she's asking Jack Septicai who has a bunch of subs more subs than her, like these stupid questions. And she's not afraid to do that, which makes it so good. And that's what makes her above a, a lot of Twitch channels who do interviews. And I think I think it's important to acknowledge the co- the code Miko is a is a character. So basically, code Miko is almost she is uh, she streamed before the lady who was behind code Miko. I actually don't know her actual name. Uh... What I what I do know is that she kind of refers to uh her real self, her IRL self, as you could say, as technician, because uh, obviously she has to know some advanced stuff to be able to do all this modeling, this uh, interacting, set up all these different features. So uh, she goes by technician. She speaks almost about herself in the third person. These are these are two separated people. This is. Uh, hopefully, I would I would hope that people have been able to figure out that these are, Kodomiko is not a real personality. She's obviously played up, and if you couldn't figure out that, I'm kind of uh, sad for you, but you know, we'll, we'll get back to that. But uh, she's obviously, it's it's a separate personality. This is not one and the same. But uh, I do think it is fantastic to keep it separate so she can be so out there. And in while she is out there, I think she also does some IRL streams as well as technician. But I, I wanted to make clear that it's a character. Yeah, she may act like overly rude sometimes, but that's not like a disrespect. That's her being the character and trying to continue it on. And when she is in IRL content, she does seem a lot more refined. I think she kind of does slip into almost Miko even when she does IRL stuff now and then. Just because of, I think, it's just her stream personality. Everybody has a stream personality, who's a streamer. Uh, I think Creator is the one who always pounds it and he's like, yeah, I turn it on. Everybody turns it on. Even I turn it on a bit for the podcast. Not to the extent that these people do, but like, you know, you, you turn it up a little. And hers is like the, the 10 times version for that with her character. By turn it up, I was referring to making your personality more wacky and loud if that wasn't clear. And uh, she goes crazy. I think she's gotten banned like three separate times somehow for what she's done, which I mean it sucks. I mean you never want to be banned on Twitch. That's so never a fun situation, especially since it's usually very vague. And then she has to get back in. But she... There was her most one of her most popular clips is her being really sad about being banned because I think she's scared that Twitch thinks she's like some type of toxic personality, which is actually really sad because when she does speak about herself and her IRL activity, she seems like a really nice person. Uh, I think she's a, around like just a 30, thirty thirty I think, and she just seems like a, a nice woman, like you know. So hopefully, her you know character sometimes. Doing that and acting like they do, don't come off badly on the person behind it, because it, it seems like she cares a lot about her like her actual reputation, and how hopefully that she doesn't get misperceived. So, so Twitch mandated that I get removed from Hive Mind. They removed me from all the other events as well that they were they were gonna have for me. Um, kind of, it, it does. It hurts because, like, it hurts because, like, I feel like they, um, I feel like they see me, like, as, like, a, as, like, a toxic person or something. Um. And in some situations, it does seem like the people are not meant to be interviewed by Miko. Miko was a very... I'm going to pound this joke into the ground. Like, she is directing the show. This is not about, like, learning about the inner interviewee's life. She is going to do some fun, stupid stuff, lead the way. And I don't think some people know what they're getting into. It has seemed, on a few occasions, not often, but that some people almost, like, don't really get what she is about which makes it very awkward like to be honest i'm just gonna call it out uh she did uh an interview with uh maya uh maya recently started an animal shelter uh if you don't know maya on twitch i don't know her full handle her name on twitch is literally just maya uh, she's dating Miss Kiff, she does a lot with animals, she's a, she's a really cool creator. But uh Maya went on to promote the animal shelter that she had been starting. And that was all cool in that. And then Miko is out here trying to like make these jokes. And I think she's kind of like really hammering in the point since Maya, as I said before, is dating Miss Kiff. Uh, Miss Kiff's like ADHD and Maya like almost babysitting Miss Kiff, making a lot of jokes about that. And, and it was funny, like you, she's like, oh, do you have to like, uh babysit uh Ms. Kiff. whatever that she was like what's more responsive like Ms. Kiff or the birds you train and she like just kept like repeating it over for like a few minutes and honestly it, it just seems like maya was not having it now i don't know if it's just was the day or maya's personality i don't know if she knew what she was getting into but it made it it's unbearably unbearably awkward i was like I felt very uncomfortable watching it from my standpoint. There just felt like tension you could cut with a knife. It like Maya, like, you know, when you say a joke, you know, and it doesn't go too well, it's, it's not a hitter, but then someone will kind of give you like, (laughs) or you show someone a video or a movie you like, and they'll be funny and they'll be like courteous enough to maybe give it A pity laugh or you start doing a bit and they're you know they give you the courtesy of you know going in with you on your joke and then there are those times where they don't and that was one of them like Maya gave like no give she didn't give like a (laughs) or even like went along with like the bit she didn't really continue Miko Miko's train of thought it was she just kind of sat there stone faced and answered questions literally, and it made it so horrible. Because, like, I, if I remember correctly, I couldn't even watch the whole video, but it would shoot me going back. So, who is, uh... I'll uh, see here. I'll just try to play the clip. Uh, editing, Mac. Play the clip. Now. <smack> have you ever seen this kid complete a task? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I, I don't have an example right now. Like, but- like... Actually a task, like, where he set out to do a task, and he went and did it without any interruptions. Like, going to pick up something from the store? Yeah. Going live? Uh, But, like, as you can see, it... She answered the questions literally, and it seemed like she wasn't in the mood for joking, So it was an uncomfortable situation, so I do feel like you kind of have to know what you're getting into with Miko. What I learned moving on, what I I learned recently, that is a main point Like you have to know what you're getting into, but just quickly moving on, I learned that Miko wasn't always like this virtual personality. Because I thought that she actually, uh, I thought she actually like, was just always code Miko, she was this person. Apparently she did like a bunch of pole dancing streams in the past, which was a side of her I never knew about. But it was interesting to know that she does have a lot of range. And maybe this is not her first rodeo on Twitch. So she definitely comes from not being embarrassed as you can tell because you can't really do pole dancing if you don't have self-confidence. But uh it, it was interesting to see what her background was that she did have some other past Twitch channels. And you can also hear the difference in her voice in the old uh, older stuff when she pole danced uh, between her and her character. So it's like, oh, it definitely reinforces if you think it's not a character that it is. It is definitely a character. But it was interesting to know that she like pole danced just for the sense you're like, oh, I didn't know that. I guess like she has been in this game longer than I thought she has. Uh, but she's been doing... A great job. All her streams have been really great. To be honest, it seems like her YouTube could do some use some work. It only has uh two hundred twenty seven thousand subscribers, which obviously is a lot, but for the content she is making and how good it is, it seems like she should be getting more. Now, uh, I don't know why this is her most popular video is like a 56 second clip. So I think that possibly she is kind of kind of like switching through trying to find what works, like full vods versus like cut up uh maybe 40 minute videos, 20 minute videos, 30 minute videos, just trying to find a nice in between. And I think that she has, you know, been definitely getting a lot better but i think it is weaker in terms in comparison to her twitch she she lacks that special sauce now i am not even necessarily sure what that special sauce like is i don't know if it's like a pace of editing you know just you know how the videos are cut but something definitely makes her seem a little more underdeveloped than your, like, uh, higher YouTube channels. She seems a little behind. And I I don't know what the reason for that is for. I would guess editing, because when you do watch her stream, her base content is all funny. Like, it's all pretty good. So maybe just trying to condense, like, two hours of an interview into 30 minutes is hard. Obviously, that is going to be hard. But it is a... It is a... Uh, just a little off. You want it to be a bit more, and I think if she can find that that magic sweet spot which she may be missing, she can definitely start thriving. I also think, uh, as another bit of advice, that her uh, her her intro really needs some work. She kind of does this intro, and it feels outdated and too long. Bitties. what i what i've learned uh i'm i'm bad at this myself i'm trying to get better is you want your intro to kind of show your brand show what you're about and then move on quick but it should be really quick like maybe 2 seconds on the screen the flash into the video hers feels a little long and a little outdated and not really exactly representative so i would change that uh if i were in that position it it reminds me of uh uh, Saikuno's intro. Like, I, I wanted his to be a mo- bit more updated too, and I think that's where I feel like hers is. It just could use some polishing to make it more efficient and get you into the video. But she has so much potential that I, I think that it's honestly a small change. Uh, I feel like I've covered, kind of covered the main factors, but just she's a great interviewer. I will say that, like I said, if if she knows, if you know what's coming at you, I think she does a great job of entertaining, but also revealing some information, kind of getting some actually information the fans want to know out of the people she is interviewing, but at the same time, she is entertaining a channel. And I think she does an amazing job at that. And I could only just applaud her. She's an amazing, wonderful creator, and I hope she does so much better in the future, I think she deserves the world based on her content. It's always so good, so funny. It just is hilarious. She should honestly be over a million subs because she has this great ratio of knowing how to keep people entertained. Uh, People entertained and the guests happy. It is more... It it is more than a skill it is a it is a gift that's all i could say uh and i think that's going to be it for describing her cuz i don't i don't want to go on repeating but it is amazing thank you guys so so much for your support of the podcast it's honestly crazy i've been trying to push and uh find things of like what you want and stuff like that and you know try to you know p- spotlight the creators uh, that you guys like that I like I hope you like this one this was not my uh usual track I usually kind of stick with minecraft but I went a little off the grid here because I just love Code Miko so, so much that I really hope you enjoyed it uh I really always appreciate uh, your comments on uh apple podcast if you do do that uh they make me like super happy and like kind of uh reinforce what I'm doing and even though I just love what I'm doing already it just doubles that other people enjoy you know, what I am trying to get across. So uh, thank you guys for all of that. I really appreciate all your support. It is crazy that uh, this has gotten the success that it has. This is honestly insane. Thank you, guys. Uh, See you next time. Bye.